Peggy. So guess what? Interactive tonight. Branson, no sitting with you either. So we're going to do it a little bit different. Okay. Yeah, oh boy is right. I want five people on this side of the room here, five people on this side of the room there, five people on that side of the pulpit there, and five people on the other side of the pulpit there. See how quickly you can move. Yeah. All right. Dan, get a microphone. You'll be in the next group. There's going to be more. We're not giving up. I'm telling you, it's going to be interactive tonight. Are you sweating? Yes. You reckon we can afford some air conditioning in here? Yeah. No, he's got, he's got it pretty low. You just, you'll cool off in just a second. So. All right. Are y'all ready over there? Dave, you got a microphone too? So, okay. We're going to do a pop quiz tonight. Uh-huh. I told y'all it was coming. Didn't I tell y'all it was coming? How many times did I tell y'all you never know when a pop quiz is coming? Right? All right. So I've been, over the last few years, working homework with my niece. And I realized something. I realized that when we were doing her multiplication flashcards, where's Jordan? She wasn't getting it, was she? Not at all. She wasn't getting it, and she would get frustrated, and she wasn't getting it, and she wasn't getting the answers, and, and frustration was setting in. So I got these workbooks that she could actually put hands on and do it. And I kid you not, she says, can we do some more math? Because we started doing hands on. I think there's a lot of people in here that have been hearing a lot, a lot of stuff over the years. But they ain't been doing a lot of hands-on. And it's time for some hands-on. Okay? So I'm going to ask some questions, and I want to see what the answers are, and we're going to see how close we get. Now, nobody get embarrassed, because the only way you learn is, like I tell Jessa, the only way that you learn is by learning. Do you understand that? The only way that you learn is by doing and learning. You can't know multiplication unless you what? Do it. You practice it and you learn it. There's no way you're going to know division unless you practice it and you do it. Right? How many of you didn't know division when you were born? (laughs) See what I'm saying? You know, I barely know it now. I'm realizing how much I barely know it. So anyways, so we're going to ask some questions and... um, I want to see how you're going to respond, and we're going to kind of do it in different groups. And um, I'm going to just, the Lord's going to help us do it the best way. Okay, so we'll just pick and and go, and um, let's see who we'll start with first. Let's start over here first, the very end. Uh Uh-huh, 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 yeah, right here, right here. You got a bad diagnosis. What's the first thing you do? Believe I receive when I pray. All right. I declare. All right. Well, we had a bad diagnosis when we were in Ramah. Mm -hmm. They said that our son John was going to be born mentally retarded. She had a really bad report. And as soon as I heard it, she was gripped with fear. I said, now in the name of Jesus. All right. I'm not accept this. I took, that's I a good one. We clapped and we yeah. sang. And I even ran around the class in Rhema. Yeah. And even the teacher, uh, Billy Ray, got all freaked out. But he's well. He's but well. I, but I jumped right. in the river and he's a very smart guy. Very smart guy. That's an excellent report. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bad diagnosis. Cast it down and ask God for the word to stand on. Okay. Who's report? Will you believe? I'm going to be, believe the report of the Lord. By his stripes, I was here. Bad diagnosis. I'm going to stand on the word of God and believe that what I have prayed for is coming to pass. All right. All right. Anybody else in here got something that they've learned the first thing to do? No weapon formed against me. 
Christ. Inquire of the Lord. Did we ever get a sermon about that anywhere? The first thing that we're supposed to do is, yeah, no fear, of course. You know, we rebuke that thing. But then we inquire of the Lord about what we're supposed to do. We can't get in fear, of course. But the very first thing that we are supposed to do is inquire of the Lord. Inquire of the Lord. What did David do? Every time, every kind of circumstance arose, he inquired of the Lord. All right? So, then Alfredo, you got fired from your job. What, what you going to do? Don't hand them the microphone. They'll preach. <laughs> That's why you've got it. All right? One word. You got fired. One or two words. Not a sentence. One or two words. We've got lots of things. I will cast out the fear and I speak the end results. Cast out the fear and speak the end result, in case you didn't get that. Believe God for a new thing. Believe God for a new thing. I trust God. Trust God. Pray for the right job, right next job. Pray for the next job. Trust God and not let fear overtake you. Trust God and not let fear overtake you. Okay? Did they not hear what we just said over here? Do you understand why I'm doing this? Do you understand why I'm doing this? Did they not hear anything I just said over here? What's the very first thing we do? Okay, Branson. Branson, let's see where we're going to start. Who's the first one on the end down there, Dave? Sally? Is that Sally? I can't. Can we hear them? Wait, let's see. Can we hear them now? Can we hear them now? Okay, get a phone and put... Now, there we go. Now, there we go. Now, there we go. Dave talks. Dave talks. Yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? It might be easier if we just get a phone and we hold up a microphone to it and Dave get his phone. That might be the easiest thing instead of echoing back and forth. So Dan, get the phone and let's do that. Just call him on your phone or my phone. Let's try that. Because I want to involve them. Don't y'all want to involve them? Yeah, they're part of us. I think we should. We got time. Okay, get a microphone. Okay. Okay, Dave. Dave, ask Sally what she does if she gets a big tax bill. Okay, stop. 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 Okay, Devin. Devin, play my video for me. on the right track so i give her a weekly allowance but you fellas know how that is so she spread it before i had a chance to borrow it back <laughs> Oh, 
think they've got troubles. I just moved into a new town, and I got run over by the welcome wagon. Okay, so that's what we're not going to do if we get a big tax bill. All right? No gloom, despair, and agony on us, right? You didn't memorize that, did you? Okay, good. All right, now, Sally, let's try this again. What you going to do if you get a big tax bill? I'm going to inquire of the Lord and see how he wants Yay! Okay, so, so then uh, who's there next to you to the right? Mary. Mary's. Mary, what you're going to do? Um, inquire of the Lord. Yeah, 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 okay. All right. And then, Jody, what you going to do? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And then who's after Jody? Mal, what you gonna do? Inquire of the Lord. Yeah. All right. Then who? Who's next? Ava. Ava. What you gonna do? I'm going to inquire of the Lord, man. <laughs> All right. I think we're getting the hang of this. I think, I think, what are you going to do? Okay, the next one. You're going to like this one. Somebody is suing you. What does it mean to inquire of the Lord? How do you ask Him? Uh-huh. Somebody get her a microphone. No, behind her. I just talked to him. Yeah, that's the word. We talk to him. It's called prayer in a lot of people's language. How many of you still been praying for five minutes every day? That's not everybody. You're too busy, right? Too busy. How do you inquire of the Lord of the things going on in your life if you're not even talking to Him? That people get in this thing about prayer being this big heavy thing. But I guarantee you, you have decisions to make that day. Okay? We're going to read some more of these things. All right? And then I'm going to tell you the next step that we're going to do. But I want to, I want to, I want to hear it from everybody's mouth, and I'll call another group up here. All right? Um, your next-door neighbor's kid got shot in a school shooting. What do you tell them? Your, your friend at school got shot. What do you do? Inquire of the Lord. How do you help them? Branson, somebody, your neighbor got shot. There's a lot of shotings going on. What do you do? Kevin, what do you do? I taught you well, bud. All right, Susan, what do you do? Yes, yes, yes. All right, then just say it, the next guy. Go on down the line. Inquire of the Lord. Go on, next. Inquire of the Lord. Yes. Next. Inquire of the Lord. Inquire of the Lord. And I know y'all think this is monotonous, but I want to get it in your head. What do you do when something happens? You better find out what the Lord says do. Because He could say do something different than what you think. We find out what He says, Lord, what do I do? And He can tell you in an instant, or even before you ask Him sometimes, He's showing you what to do. If you're in good fellowship with Him, He'll show you instantly what to do. And that, I think, is what happened with you guys, is He showed you what to do instantly. Rebuke that. 
And I think that's exactly what happened with you guys. Because if you're, you're sitting there getting the Word every single day in school, that's what I was going to come back to. And you're getting fed and you're in close fellowship. And you're getting the Word in and night and day, night and day, night and day. Well, you're fellowshipping with Him constantly. He's going to tell you right away what to do. What to do. Okay. So, next groups come up. Five, five. See how quickly. Five more. Four more. Four, five more. Hurry, 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 hurry. Don't be shy. You may like the next part. You may like the next part. You young kids, guys, youth, y'all, y'all are good to come up here too. Y'all need to know too. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know. I don't want to make them feel bad because I see who's up here, you know, but it's the next one's on the list, you know. All right. Um, I'll do it the opposite way. Okay. So you got a bad marriage. And the Lord tells you something. You've already inquired of Him. We all, we're all in agreement that the first thing you do is inquire of Him. Okay? Branson, first thing we do, we're all in agreement. The first thing we do is inquire of Him, right? Can we move on to step two? Everybody in here say it with me. Inquire of Him. Okay, so when something happens tomorrow... Don't let me get a vision of you and you didn't inquire of him. Or we're going to have to do this all over again. All right? Okay. Because we need to know what he says do. Okay? Every time that he did something with somebody, whether it was healing or whatever, he didn't do it the same every time. He did it different every time. So we've got to find out what he says do. Okay? So we've inquired of him. And we have a bad marriage. So what's the next thing we do after we've inquired of him? And he's told us something. We do what he told us to do. Very good answer! (laughs) She gets a prize! Number two! Do it! Not complicated. Number one! Inquire of the Lord! Number two! Do it! Do it! If he says submit, submit. If he says love, love. If he says change something, change something. If he says fix something, we fix something. If he says do it totally different, if he says quit cooking, you're laughing, but that's what he told me, you know? Um, Keith told me. Too much time. We don't take us 10 minutes to eat, you know. Let's quit that for a while, you know. We don't, to, for you to take an hour to cook and, you know, do what the Lord says do. Amen. Okay? Amen. First inquire. Amen. Then do it. So tell me some things he might tell you about your marriage. Uh-huh. This single woman thinks he might say submit. Submit. All right. Good. Well, you may have to minister to somebody that's having a bad marriage. It ain't just about your marriage. Absolutely. All right. Sow some good seed. All right. Good. And learn along the way. And learn along the way. What might he tell somebody about a marriage? Lay down your, your own ideas and what you think should be done. Exactly. Lay it, lay it down. Exactly. Donna, I got a bunch of single people over here. <laughs> Um, I, I was married once, okay. and, and he told me what was going on so that I knew then what I needed to do in response for that. Okay, what? Well, tell, don't, you don't tell me I, yours, but just tell me about something you think a married person might Well, say to like do. you go to a type of counseling uh-huh. um, person is not just a drinker but an alcoholic. Yes. Okay, and so then I knew I need to go to Alan on. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. Spend time in intercession for the person. Very good. Pray. 
Pray. Oh, we've come back to that again. We've come back to praying again. Imagine that. Do you think we do too much praying? I think we could do a whole lot more praying and we get a whole lot more results. How many of you is getting too many results? That's what I thought. Okay, Kels? Do things that bless him or love on him. Very good. Bless him. Think of ways to bless him. All right. Branson, let's, let's continue with you. You got five people over there. Tell me things that you might minister to somebody about a marriage. See, I've got some people that don't want to think about this. But, hey, you may be married one day. Can you ask the question again? Uh-huh. Sure I can. Tell me some things you might tell somebody that might help save their marriage. Inquire the Lord. Oh, no. That one don't work. That one don't work. Something in the natural that they might do. We already know that one. Something they can act on. Spouse. Love on their spouse? Is that what he said? Yeah. Okay. All right. Next. Dustin. Mine is uh, love them the way Christ loves us. Yeah, y'all are cheating. All right. Yeah, give, me, give me something else here. Don't just say love. We all know love, 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 love. That's the easy way out, men. <laughs> treat, him as, treat him as a partner, as an equal. Stand behind him and believe in him. Very good. Believe in him. That's a very good one. All right. And we got we got one lady here. There we go. Uh, as a wife, I want to honor my husband. Very good. Honor. If you've made the mistake, humble yourself. Ask for forgiveness. Very good. That's that's a very good one. All right? That's acting on the Word. Do y'all get what we're doing tonight? We're talking about how you can act on the Word. All right, go ahead, Dave. Let's do some more. Watch your mouth. Be patient. Be patient. All right? Be patient and watch your mouth. <laughs> All right, Dwayne, you can do better than that. Come on. What was the question again? <laughs> what you can do to fix a bad marriage. Hmm. <laughs> I'll let you get by with be patient and watch your mouth. Respect yourself, your spouse. your spouse, okay, good, very good. Uh, lead by example. Very good. Did y'all get that, lead by example? Yes. Jill? Listen. 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 Mm-hmm. Dwayne's at the end of the line, he's got to do another one. Yeah, very good. That's a good one, Dwayne. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say nothing at all. There you go. All right. So then the next one that I've got over here, and uh, you're not going to like this one, but these guys are in very good shape, every single one of them over here, so I'll come over here and say this one. All right? We're talking about acting on the Word. You've inquired of the Lord about how to lose weight. You're overweight. What do you do? How do you help somebody that comes to you and says they're overweight? Believe what God says about me instead of what the world says. Very good. All right, R.C.? (laughs) Don't don't tell me spiritual answers. Tell me something that you're actually going to tell somebody to help them. I mean, I'm talking about us being a church family that can minister to people and help them. 
I wouldn't let Jessa get by with some of this stuff. Uh, you want you to, I want you to know that, and she's seven. So, come on. Uh, be honest with yourself. Yeah. If there's some things you need to cut out, cut it out. Inquire of the Lord, yeah. and if he says... Yeah. Stop this. Stop, stop it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Fast. Fast. Fast if the Lord says to fast. That's right. And if he says not to, then what, did you, what do you do? Inquire the Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Emily. Offer to walk with him. Offer to walk with him. That's a very good thing. Yeah. That's a very good example of something you can do with somebody. Eva. Listen to Brother Keith's series on reaching your goals. How to reach your physical that goals. Me a lot. That's a very good one. Very good one. The word always helps. All right. All right, we'll, we'll let these guys get by with it. Anybody else got something that you want to? Uh, let's see, anybody in Branson, start with them. Overweight. What If you had a friend that was really, really overweight, this is a pop test, and y'all are not doing so good. <laughs> Some of you may have to retake the course. All right, pop test. Somebody's overweight, and they're really, really depressed about it. What are you going to say to help them? I know this isn't some of you guys' cup of tea tonight, but I'm telling you, hands-on is going... You can sit down if you're just, you know, if you're tired of standing. I've been standing, but y'all can sit down if, if it's hard on you. Um, it's good exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave, ask him. As a matter of fact, we just asked him. Let's get another five up there. Get another five. Yeah, on each side. Y'all go, go sit. Let's get, let's get another five up here and we'll ask them the same question. Everybody's participating tonight. If you haven't participated, see how quickly you can get up here. Five more. Come on. Five more. Five more. Five more. Five more. And who knows, I may change the topic on you. Uh-huh. So come on. If you're six, it's okay. Come on. We're going to be finishing up here pretty quickly. It's quarter to nine. So this may be our last topic. Yeah. What are you going to tell your friend that's overweight? Um, I would just start encouraging them. Once you found out what you're supposed to tell them from the Lord, but just encourage them, be positive and upbeat. Maybe, like I like what Emily said, maybe walk with them, share things that you've been doing. Exactly. So. Exactly. Don't despise your body. Don't despise your body. Very good. Help them by finding out what are their favorite foods and teach them how to cook them healthier. Very good. Very good answer. Very good answer. Explain to them how you lost weight and maybe they'll be able to help help them to get uh, to their goals. Very good answer. Exercise and... Cut down on your portions. That's yeah. what helped me. Those are very good answers. She just, she just said what I was going to say. All right. So, you know, exercise. One thing that is always a first is you got to be strong on the inside before you can be strong on the outside. And that would definitely be a place that you'd want to start with somebody. So if they're not saved, that would, you know. But you do know that most people, we're talking about all these topics, but you're not going to walk up to most people and say, Patrick, do you want to get saved today? True. Do you understand that? You're not going to walk up to most people and say, would you like to get saved today? It's not going to happen. You understand that? There's going to be a time that something is going to happen that... You're going to be able to talk to them. They got a devastating lawsuit. They got a devastating, these things on this page. They got a devastating tax bill. They got a devastating report about one of their kids that, that we were talking about earlier. They got somebody, your neighbor got shot, like what we were talking about. You got devastating news, and you are there for them to help them. And you're able to plant a seed in their life. And you may not even be able to talk to them about getting saved, but you're able to plant a seed in their life. And this is how we start in people's lives. 
How many of you can sense that the world is a mess? The world is a mess. Now, y'all may not like this next one, but it's happening every single day in our lives right now. So I'm about to do it, all right? And we'll cover it there in Branson, too. Well, we'll start with the older ones first, and then we'll go with... No, your friend just told you they were gay. What do you do? See? Caught her off guard. Yeah. Let them know I love them. Very good answer. Very good answer. What, what do you do? That's exactly what I was going to say, but I also would be a blessing and encourage them and just invite them to church and, and just love on them. Do you tell them they're going to hell? No. Do you tell them it's okay? No. Very good answers. Y'all have been listening. Y'all have been listening. What about if it's a mother and it's her child? And she's devastated. And she doesn't know what to do. And she's just destroyed. What do you do? You're there for her. That's still their child. And no matter what, you support that child. And you just believe God to help them show the love of Christ through them to bring them back. But you... You know, sit with her, you know, help her, pray with her. There's your answer. You might see if there's an opportunity to be able to pray with her and be able to start praying on an ongoing basis because then it's going to begin to build her up and strengthen her and give her core being or their core being something on the inside that stabilizes them through whatever's going on. Because otherwise, they're not going to be stable, you know. And that's when people go into these dark spaces that they have no way of getting out of. But if you're praying and you're inquiring of the Lord, like our number one, then you're actually able to help them because you don't really know. Here's the answer. You don't know how to help them. But there is somebody that does know how to help them. And if you can pray and eventually maybe even get them filled with the Spirit and they can pray for themselves, then they can get all the answers that they need. Does that make sense? Don't push them, come to church. Don't push them. But be the comfort in the arms around them and, and pray with them and love on them and then eventually just pray in English for a while but then eventually you might get to pray with them in the Spirit. Make sense to everybody? Because I know these are questions that everybody has. How many of you have questions about that stuff? Yeah, it's going on all around us. A lot of people have questions about it. Okay, your best friend died. What do you do with his wife? Everything you could in the natural. You do everything you could in the natural to help her get through that. Don't be preachy. Don't be too quick. Just be there and help whatever way you could. That is exactly the answer. Don't be preachy. On your last question for the way. Yes. Join the grounds team and cut some grass. (laughs) Yeah, invite them to join the grounds team so they can cut some grass. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Very good answer. Very good answer. Okay, let's see, Branson. Let's just make it an open all because it's almost nine. If they have an answer to any of the questions as you go down, Dave, let them answer them as they go down. Uh, if your friend passes, you help the wife by just loving her and holding her while she's broken and continuing to help her with everything that the husband used to do. Go ahead. Any, any questions? So if somebody comes to you, um, wants to lose weight or is upset, listening to them and finding out really where they are, starting there. That's a good answer. Tagging along on that, also try to break up a plan into smaller steps. 
I celebrate small steps with them and encourage them along the way. One, two, having a motivation for living longer, keeping that before their eyes. Drink more water. Dave, Dave, turn turn your mic a different direction or something. We're getting a lot of feedback. Turn it upside down or something. So maybe by your phone. We're getting a lot of feedback here. Don't judge. What was the question on Kim's and Keith's? What was the what question? Was, what, what question were they answering? Oh, oh, for the child that's gay. Okay. Don't judge. Gotcha. Very good answer. Don't judge. Keith. Any of them. Just don't quit. Just keep, keep moving forward. <laughs> Okay, Keith, gotcha. Okay, Ty? The, the one with the child, I would encourage them to stay in faith for them and love them. Yes. Um, the question about weight loss, I start changing your mindset about your relationship with food and yourself. Yes, changing your mindset. All right, we got one more Hey, for the person that uh, has a kid, don't judge them. Tell them they're perfectly made. God loves them. Okay. All right. So, okay, y'all can be seated. And I just want to read you a couple of scriptures. And guys, thank you, thank you, thank you, Dave. Um, you can keep Branson on the screen. I want to read you a couple of scriptures that go in line with this, and then we're going to be dismissed. Thank you for all participating. I know this was quite different. Um, the youth are not done yet because they didn't come up, so we're, 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 they're coming up before the night's over. So, Because um, they're very obedient youth over there in that section there. And, and uh, so, um, um, let's see. Um, I wrote a couple of things down here that pertain to this, and I wanted to explain it to y'all real quickly. The other day, I went to the hospital and saw someone that was at death's door. And they basically had to told them to call in a hospice. And um, I asked them this question. I said, um, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm healed. I'm whole. I'm coming out of this. And I said, no, you're not. I said, if you were, you'd be getting better. And you're not. See how quiet it got? I said, um, when did you quit believing? And they just tucked their head down. Do you know we don't do ourselves or anyone else any favors by pretending with them? And letting them just die right before us? Do you know there's a lot of people that walk through these doors with a smile on their face and they're very, very depressed? But they've learned the right words to say? It's good to make faith confessions, but it's better to get better. It's better to get better. The first thing you have to do to get better is you have to act on the Word. You have to do what the Word says. So he and I began to talk, and I asked him what he was doing of the Word. It's real easy to know all the right words to say and be doing nothing. 
be doing nothing. It's real easy to hear a lot of words and have a lot of knowledge and be doing nothing. I was talking with somebody else, I think it was yesterday, and he said to me, he said, you know what? We're a ministry, and oftentimes somebody will get sick. Why don't we get up and gather around them and just pray for them? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you? He said, we know to do this. Why don't we do it? I said, I don't know. Why don't you? Because I do. Why do we not do that? Why didn't we dance earlier? So many times it's because we care too much about what somebody else thinks. And we're going to have to get to a point to where we care more about what God thinks. We're getting to the end days. And we're going to be standing before our Lord and our Father. And we're going to give an account for everything that He told us to do. And did we do it? And every day when you wake up, you should ask the Lord, Lord, this is the talking again. This is the praying again. Lord, what am I to do today? What do you want me to do today? It may not be anything big. It may not be anything crazy, big, special. It may just be so much as give somebody $5 buy their lunch today. It could just be smile when you walk past somebody. But you got to start with the inquiring of the Lord. We have to start doing what the Lord tells us to do. If we don't start doing what He tells us to do, we're no better than the world, and we're going to go down just like the world is going to go down. And that's what was happening to Him. I said, It's great that you're telling me that you're better. I said, but what do you believe in your heart? Do you truly believe that you're going to get better? And he said, no. And I said, well, we got to fix that. And before I left, I could see some faith in him. I told him something to do, to act on. And we took authority over some stuff, and he started acting on it. Last I heard, he was eating. But you don't help yourself by pretending. What you have to do with faith. How many of you are in here now, Branson? Raise your hand. Believing for something right now. What you have to do is you have to do just exactly what Moses did. You have to do just exactly what Peter did. You have to go after the Lord tells you to do something. The man with the withered hand, stretch forth your hand. Well, he can't. It's withered. You have to go as far as you can physically go. You have to dip your toes into the Red Sea. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have to do everything that you can do. Then you meet the power of God. You don't need the power of God till you can't do it anymore. Do you understand that? You don't need miracles until you can't do it anymore. The big tax bill. We get people that call us from other places and other churches and different things, and they say, we can't pay our rent this month. Well, when is it due? Well, it's not due till the 15th of next month. Well, you're, are you believing? Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't need miracles. You don't need things until you've done everything that you can do. You remember the story of Brother Hagen how the Lord told him, heal people, get out of bed. Well, he was paralyzed. 
How many paralyzed people do you know that get up and get out of bed and stand up on their feet? Anybody? Name me one. Branson, name me one paralyzed person that gets up and stands up on the side of the bed. It doesn't really happen. But that's what the Lord told him to do. But you know what most people would have done? They would have said, But Lord, answer me. I can't. I'm paralyzed. And would they have received a miracle? He inquired of the Lord, and the Lord told him to get up. Why are we not seeing more things and healings and stuff? Because the Lord is telling us to do things, and we ain't doing them. Is the problem with the Lord? Nah. He ain't got no problems. The problem is with us inquiring and doing. I didn't cover every area of your life that could be a problem, but I covered a lot of problems. You know, you got problems with your kids. What do you do? You got problems at your job. What do you do? And then what? And then do it. Okay, so you don't need your faith until you're at your limit. John 4, 4 says this. You have overcome them, little children, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. But this is the picture that I got today in my heart. There's many of us, many of us, say many, many. have got a big pot inside of us with the spirit inside of us, and we got a lid on it. And we won't let it out to help us do what we need to do. It's just like the dancing while ago. We're quenching that spirit in our life when it tells us to do something. That's why I wanted you to dance. Because did you notice, I asked you this at the front, how sometimes you have to take a step in the natural before you start getting in the spirit. It got a lot freer in here by the end than it was at the beginning. And that's the way it works with other things in our life. You have to start sometimes in the natural to get to where you need to get in the spirit. You have to start taking steps in the natural, and God will meet you and start taking you there in the Spirit. So let's, let's as an as a act of faith, just reach down inside you right now, take your hand, and say, I'm going to take the lid off of the greater one inside of me, and let him rule, and let him reign, and I'm going to listen. The more you listen to him, the bigger he will get, and the bigger he will get, and the bigger he will get. But some of us have kept the lid on and listened to our flesh more than we have him. you got to make an adjustment and start listening to him more than our flesh. Okay? Then the other thing is, and this is some of the stuff that we're talking about, James 2.14. What does it profit, my brethren? Though a man say, I have faith and have no works, can his faith save him? How many people we hear say, oh, I got faith. I've heard it so many. Oh, I got faith. They got faith. Is it going to help them? Just their faith? Faith alone? How many of you have heard people say that? Oh, they got faith. They got great faith. But, even so, if it hath not works 
it's dead being alone. And that's what we've been talking about tonight. If a man say he has faith and I have works, show me your, show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is a God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou, O man, that, O vain man, that faith, know that faith without works is How many of you have been having some no results? Don't raise your hand. Because I know it's a lot of us. No results in some areas of our lives. Whether it's our weight, whether it's our, our healing, whether it's our finances, whether it's our thinking, whether it's our any kind of victory. You got to start taking steps. Even if it's just with your mouth to start with and saying the right things, you got to start whatever the Lord tells you to do. 26. For as the body without the spirit is dead, is your body dead when your spirit leaves it? The ten people right up here think so. What about the rest of y'all? What about Branson? Is your body dead when your spirit leaves it? Wave your hand if you think so. Yeah, they think so. So faith without works is dead. So in other words, it's totally useless. Faith without works is totally dead. And this is my last scripture, and I think you'll get it. James 1.22. Does anybody have a clue what that verse says? Be ye doers of the word of God, not hearers only. Otherwise, somebody said it in the line, deceiving your own self. Deceiving your own self. We're not deceivers of our own selves. The devil is a deceiver. We are believers. We're not doubters. How many of you are believers in here? How many of you are not doubters in here? How many of you are not going to deceive yourselves any longer? You're going to inquire... And you're going to do. And we're going to start seeing some results in here. Yeah. Because and sometimes people don't do things because they just don't feel good. But I tell you what. Inquire and do and you'll feel good. The devil can't keep you down. I don't get... I look at Brother Kenneth and I think, Dear Lord, I don't have any excuses Zero excuses for not doing what I need to do. None. Because if he can do all the things that he... He he left the Branson Victory campaign and two days later he was in another state doing another meeting. Yeah, wow is right. We have no excuses. We have to be believers, not doubters. We have to inquire and we have to do. Can you say amen? Every youth in here, come up here to the front. You thought I was going to let you out of it, didn't you? All right. Y'all get up here on this front and help them sing this song and we're going to be dismissed. Uh Uh-huh. 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 I love the youth. I think they're the tops. They're our leaders of tomorrow. Y'all can dance. Y'all don't have to stand in a single line. Y'all can move down here and do what y'all were doing earlier. You don't have to be just standing facing everybody. I'm not going to make you do that, but y'all do have to sing. So however y'all want to do it. All right, hit it, guys.